On-chain season is officially back. Many on-chain altcoins are now starting to break past their major resistance levels. Most namely today, the meme coin bonk absolutely exploded, almost doubling in a single day. And it actually surpassed Arbitrum on the coin rankings, as well as Algorand to take the 40th place out of any altcoin, which is absolutely insane that a meme coin can pump to a 2 billion dollar valuation out of nowhere but that is crypto and it just shows the power of memes and the power of community in crypto so in today's video i want to take a little bit of a look into bonk and one of the strategies that it's actually highlighted in the market that can be quite a profitable trading strategy then i'm going to get into two of the ecosystems that i think could be next after bonk because obviously bonk was a sub narrative alongside jito and Pyth from the solana ecosystem so i want to introduce you to a couple ecosystems which I think could be next to these kind of capital rotations. And then at the end, I want to talk about three altcoins that I'm currently averaging into that haven't pumped yet. Because obviously the ecosystems like Solana and Ejective have performed really well, but there are still some lagging ecosystems that I think can present decent opportunities from a long-term DCA perspective. So that is the agenda for today. So yeah, Bonk has been an absolutely crazy performer. Um, Actually, it's funny, when you got the Solana mobile phone, which is the Solana Saga, it actually preloaded with an amount of bonk, uh, which made the phone essentially free. Because if you got the phone, you would get the same equivalent amount of bonk than the phone actually costs. So the Solana phone sold out today because everyone was buying the phones because it was basically a free phone. You get the phone and then bonks automatically in your wallet and it's worth the price of the phone. When a meme coin like this starts to run, it becomes very, very hard to halt their momentum. And what actually happens is it creates this snowball effect because it starts to get exchange listings and then it gets listed on Bybit and then Binance and it gets perps and then the market just broadens and broadens and broadens, which means exposure broadens and broadens. So it becomes this snowball because uh, the community ends up growing, the hype ends up growing. Of course, the trading volume ends up growing, which puts it on more people's radars uh, and, and then it just snowballs into something even bigger. So Bonk has been a great example of the meme phenomenon in crypto. But what I also think it signals is a risk on appetite in the market that we haven't seen in quite some time. So at the time of recording this video, which is a few hours before you're watching it, Bitcoin's sitting around 42,500. It recently retested the upper bound of this ascending channel. Kind of looks like bearish price action in one way. However, it's kind of just really sideways price action. So sideways price action from Bitcoin actually is not bad for altcoins. And a stagnant Bitcoin has led to, I think, um, a lot more interest in the altcoin market and the on-chain market as the risk appetite starts to come back a little bit. So it's not just bonk. It's also a lot of the hot pairs on an application like Dex Tools. And if you're not already using Dex Tools to find on-chain coins, I highly recommend it. There's a few strategies you can use. The first thing you can do is spot outliers on an application like Banter Bubbles. Actually, if you go and filter in some of the lower ranks, like let's say 900 to 1000, you'll see some of the outliers on the day um, that you can use that as a substantive basis to research further. So that's one way that you can screen. Another way you can screen is actually looking on Dex tools and looking at the highest performers for the day. So I actually make this part of my daily routine. Every single morning when I wake up, I go into Dex tools and I scan what's been pumping because this gives you an idea about the kind of narratives that are popular in the market. For example, today, the Grok narrative is super strong and also Nola um, are some of the strongest performing tokens as well. You can see Baby Bonk now 
starting to pump as well. So as you can see, Dex Tools is a valuable tool for finding uh, some of the hot tokens. But what you can also do is find new pairs. So if you want to try and catch the next hot meme coin, um, you can kind of look through some of the new listings and see how they are tracking in terms of liquidity coming in um, and also price. You do have to be careful when it comes to memes because it's a very, very risky game. I actually did a full guide on my Twitter of how to actually find and trade meme coins, which goes more in depth. I wrote this around the time when Pepe was popping off uh, and it's a framework that I still use to this day. So you can read that if you would like to get more information on my meme coin strategy because I don't want to get too much into that in today's video. But I do want to point out what it highlights in terms of a trading strategy. And this is a very simple st trading strategy that you could have implemented on a coin like Bonk, but could also implement on many of the majors. And the reason why I want to talk about it today is because with the market starting to look uh, a lot stronger and many coins now starting to break out of major levels, I think what we're going to see is a lot of coins starting to push into the all-time high territory and above. Knowing this fact, um, I wanted to present to you a, a si very simple way that you can capitalize in terms of trading tokens that are breaking past their all-time highs. I want to talk about Celestia, uh, which is a newer example, and then I want to talk about Injective, which is an example of a coin that was around last cycle and is now breaching their last cycle all-time high. So a coin like Celestia um, actually broke above its previous high on December 2nd. Now, what you have to recognize is the fact that once a coin breaks past its all-time high, that is a very powerful thing for two reasons. One, there's no more underwater bag holders left to sell. So anyone that was currently down has now had a chance to exit their position at break-even or in a profit. And two, it marks a very key psychological level because any chartists or TA analysts now no longer have any substantive resistance levels to short off. And it becomes very dangerous to short a token um, that's aggressively pumping. And it can also lead to massive price squeezes of people actually shorting the major resistance zone. So for those two reasons, a coin breaking past its previous all-time high is extremely powerful. So capitalizing on breaks of a previous all-time high when a token goes into price discovery therefore becomes a very good trading strategy if you want to capitalize on hype. Because even if you missed out on the original Celestia dips, you still would have been able to catch from its break of its high an 85% move to the upside from the 7 uh, dollar region to the $13 region. And if you're trading leverage, that is a substantiative breakout. And we'll also look at a similar breakout that happened on Injective in a minute. So it gives you a nice place, a nice concrete level to be able to take long positions. And the beauty of it is if a coin breaks above its all-time high, usually you do see it retesting. That's exactly what we saw. It actually retested twice um, on two four-hourly candles. These were your buy zones, these two candle retests, and you can set limit orders if you would like a more automated way of doing it. And then you would set your stop loss under the two previous wicks on the four-hourly. If you're trading a daily breakout, then it's the last previous wick on the daily. So even if price ends up coming back down below and it gets rejected, then you'll simply get stopped out. But if it does end up being a successful breakout, then the risk reward is significantly in your favor due to the explosive potential to the upside. And that's what we saw on Celestia. On Injective, it was similar, um, except the all-time high actually dates back all the way to May 2021. And this is quite a powerful level, uh, a coin that's, it's one of the first coins that broke uh, beyond its 
previous bull market all-time high. And that's something that you're probably going to start seeing a select few tokens starting to do. A lot of the old tokens, it's very difficult to get back to all-time highs due to dilution that's happened since then. Um, but some tokens are doing it, and the ones that do, that becomes an extremely powerful level. You're more likely, though, to see the new coins, like Celestia, the new shiny coins, find it less of a barrier to break above because simply there's less underwater bag holders and there wasn't any crazy overflated uh, valuations like we saw in the last bull run. But Injective is another example of a, of a trade that you could have executed. This one, I think, is a good example because it's not on the four hourly like the, t- the tier chart I showed you. It's on the daily chart. So you had your opportunity on the daily um, to get in on this bounce. Of course, you want to set your stop um, below so you have enough wiggle room here below the, the previous wick. Usually, I'll set it like about 1% to 2% lower. I'm usually not too picky with that because um, I usually go in with slightly less leverage. If you're doing like 10x leverage, it's going to be harder if you're 5 to 7x, maybe a bit easier to have more of a buffer zone there. Um, but once it broke out, that was uh, a good level and a, and a nice psychological level um, for injected because now it's basically in price discovery and then this forms as a new support zone. So now if you're looking for longer term entries into injective, you know now you've got this support zone that you can buy long term spot in this zone. And then if you want to cut your position, you've got a decent level to kind of base your th- your thesis off now because your thesis is, okay, it's in price discovery. This is the new floor and we're going higher. Um, and this is probably a trade that I'll take if Injective does end up coming back down to this level. I'll talk about later in the video what I'm doing with a coin like Injective, um, but that is definitely one of my plans when it comes to coins that have broken into price discovery. So now we've talked about Bonk, talked about Celestia and Injective, which are obviously very strong coins in the market, and how you can play this all-time high break game, because I believe you will have many opportunities to play this game in the near future in the altcoin market. Now let's talk about a few of the ecosystems that I'm specifically watching at the moment, uh, potentially to be outperformers, and ecosystems that could be home to the next Bonk-like pumps. I don't want to say the next Bonk, because you can't really predict a coin like the next Bonk, it essentially comes out of nowhere, but what you can do is be in the right ecosystems to be able to capitalize on momentum and attention because crypto is at the end of the day an attention game and the reason why bonk performed so well is because it was under the purview of the solana ecosystem which had a lot of attention due to a the explosive rally but also b the airdrop hype and speculation that is currently occurring so before we get into those narratives i quickly want to remind you that if you do want to swap and get the best swap rates in crypto, you can use SmartX's new DEX, which is a hybrid aggregator that will give you the best price for your swaps. So if you want to swap across Polygon, Ethereum, Arbitrum, BNB or Base and swap spot assets, you can do so and you can get the best rates in crypto. So so it's an amazing tool that's just been released by SmartX. And of course, they always continue to ship new pools onto their LPs. So you can see here, you have a new Casper Matic pool, which is paying over 57%, which is pretty crazy. You have your SDEX pools, of course, which are paying some pretty nice APRs. And then across some of the other chains as well, they've been continuously launching new pools um, to give you an opportunity to earn nice yield. And remember 
the way SmartX works is they actually minimize the negative effects of impermanent loss because they have a built-in mechanism which makes it more profitable to LP versus traditional AMMs like Uniswap V3, etc. And that's how they're A, able to offer such high APRs, but B, um, have been able to attract such a large TVL because people, I guess, feel more confident putting their money to work in an application like SmartX where they where there are these, I guess, safety parameters in place. So you can check out SmartX using the link in the description below if you want to swap or farm over on the platform. I think they've done an amazing job building uh, this product uh, during the bear market, but now, obviously, the fruits of their labor is being rewarded. Now we are in a much better market. So I want to talk about three ecosystems primarily now that I think are going to be home to these new explosive pumps, uh, similar to what we've seen uh, across Solana. Then I want to talk about some of the lagging ecosystems, which haven't really been so popular, but I think could be next to at least show some signs of life at some point. It may not happen now, it may not be in January, but at some point in the first half of next year, I'm expecting those narratives to kick off. So the first one is the Injective ecosystem. I mean, it's pretty hard to ignore the power of Injective. And I've been a massive fan of what Injective has been able to do over the last six months specifically. They're onboarding some amazing applications. You can see some in front of you right now. Um, but apart from the INJ token, which we know is performing super well because of their buyback and burn function, because of the new um, all-time high transactions on the platform, I actually am very excited for the ecosystem. And it's actually an area where I'm focusing a a lot of my attention on getting ecosystem airdrops. I'm going to be writing a thread on this uh, early next week to give you my full airdrop guide, but I wanted to give you on the show a bit of an early sneak peek into that show um, and, and tell you that, look, the Solana airdrop craze was the last major craze, but I think that uh, the injective ecosystem presents equally lucrative opportunities, especially as some of these newer protocols start to launch. You have some major DEXs that are, are launching and some proprietary applications as well, which are exclusive to Injective. And it's a very, very cool ecosystem, obviously, Injective being an L1 that's built on Cosmos, but now fleshing out its own ecosystem. And they have some of the best uh, transaction per second speeds and block times in the space of any active network. So Injective is, is one ecosystem I'm keeping an eye on. And the Celestia ecosystem is another one I'm keeping an eye on. So yes, the INJ and Celestia tokens have been pumping, but a lot of their ecosystems aren't yet fully developed. And you can bet that once they do start to develop, there will be a significant amount of interest in these ecosystems. So longing the tokens in the ecosystem is one way to go about things, but just using these applications organically and putting yourself in a great position to get access to these airdrops whenever they are, probably first half of next year, I think that is all also a great strategy. So you could see Celestia also has some amazing DeFi services, cross-chain applications, wallets, uh, roll-up frameworks, yeah, se sequences, infrastructure, etc. That's developing. Um, you've also recently seen Manta partnering with Celestia and many of these other chains starting to plug in to this whole modular thesis using Celestia's consensus mechanism as a base for their products. So I do believe this is an exciting ecosystem and um, I don't mean to toot my own horn too much. Much, but if you were paying attention to my airdrop guides in December 2022, you should have gotten your hands on a nice Celestia airdrop um, because you would have been super, super, super early to actually participating in the network.
work and obviously the Celestia airdrop ended up being very lucrative although at first a lot of people were disappointed because it was like five hundred a thousand dollars after the 10x in price um a lot of people are sitting on you know ten fifteen thousand dollars and as for my airdrop bag i have been selling off periodically but i'm still keeping a nice principal position because i do want exposure to the celestia ecosystem and now i'm also doing some airdrop farming on celestia and i'm looking forward to some of the other applications that are launching using celestia like manta so yeah that's definitely something that encompasses this on-chain season it's not just being able to catch crazy meme pumps like bonk it's also knowing where to focus your attention in terms of airdrop farming because clearly that is a major vertical that is starting to rise to prominence again uh in the midst of these more positive market conditions because we know what happens when market conditions get more positive this means that tokens are now more likely more inclined to actually have their token launches despite maybe in the past um them having the proclivity to delay these launches so we're now going to see january february march lots of ideos lots of token launches and of course that means lots of airdrops and the last ecosystem i'm looking at um is one i haven't done too much research into but it's a narrative that i'm bullish on and this is BRC20. So I can't give you the top picks in today's video because I, I I don't want to take the liberty to give you picks that I haven't researched. I always want to do my research before I present to you, especially coins that, that are smaller in market cap. But I want to give you the narrative because I do believe that the BRC20 narrative has a lot more steam. And this has been something I've been talking about for six months. I think BRC is going to be a major factor in the next bull market and even as soon as next year, but we are seeing a lot of tokens starting to significantly pump in price. Some of them are Bridge, Turt, BSSB, Audi is the one that most people will know, Multibit, Bridge, Dover, Protocol, Chax, Nub, etc. And then I also checked out this Crypto Nova thread, which details some as well um, underneath the Auditals narrative. But I do expect that one uh, to continue to be strong, especially into the spot Bitcoin ETF and the Bitcoin halving. They are strong narratives for Bitcoin and they're likely going to act as catalysts for the Bitcoin DeFi ecosystem as well. So now we've talked about uh, the hot narratives in the market and we've talked about some of the ecosystems I'm looking into next after Solana. Let's talk about a major problem. The problem is a lot of you are probably sitting here really tempted to FOMO into coins like Injective, Celestia and Solana for your long-term bags. And although I think they can be great short to medium term trades, I want to issue a word of caution here that crypto narratives ebb and flow. They come, they go. In February, it was Matic. In May, it was Pepe. In August, it was Rollbit. We saw Unibot as well. Now we're seeing Celestia Injective AVAX. But the beauty of crypto is that there's always another opportunity in the market. And thus, there's no need to incessantly chase the new hot trend in the market. So a coin like Celestia and Injective, although I am very bullish on them long term, I do have initial positions, but I'm not looking to add very aggressively now they're in price discovery. This was a great trading zone to add, and they're on smaller pullbacks on the lower time frames, one hour, four hour. These little pullbacks also can be great long opportunities because you have clear invalidation. But I want to separate those trading ideas with the long-term trading ideas because the goal of building a long-term portfolio is building long-term positions at attractive prices um, so you can get your cost basis down to a reasonable level to set yourself up from a nice risk-reward basis for a bull run. And the way to do that isn't by buying price pumps, it's by buying major pullbacks on tokens that you're bullish on. I've been saying this all 
bear market. And at one point, that may have been Celestia or Injective, but I don't think now is the time to be FOMOing into coins like Celestia and Injective for your long-term portfolio. Instead, I'm taking a look at some other ecosystems, which I also think are going to have their time in the sun one day in the near future, but aren't being as paid attention to right now. And I'm going to discuss them in just a minute. But before we get into that, I want to give you a pretty big announcement for those that have been watching the show and have been watching my coverage of Serenity Shield, that their official token, Search, is getting its official Mexi listing on December 18th at 12pm UTC. So I know I was getting a lot of questions about the Serenity Shield launch. Now I can officially announce um, that they are officially launching their token. If you don't know what Serenity Shield is, it's actually quite an innovative product. It's essentially um, a product that allows you to store your assets in a secure manner. It's one of the first protocols that's bridging that gap between decentralized finance and centralized finance to allow you to have sovereignty over your own assets, but having the peace of mind that maybe a centralized exchange might give you because they have a built-in inheritance function, which is the first of its kind in crypto, and it has amazing encryption to make sure your assets are safe. And you can see here, when you start building a vault, you can essentially add your hardware wallets, so your ledger, your Trezor, etc. You can also add your desktop wallets like your um, MetaMask, etc., and you can store these assets in the Strongbox platform, set a nominee um, for your inheritance, but also know that you have some sort of reprieve if something actually happens to your wallet or you misplace um, your seed phrase or something like that. And it also encrypts your assets if you're worried about exploits, hackers, etc. So it's an amazing product. And yeah, it's awesome that their token is finally going to launch. For those that want more info on the, on the token, essentially what it's going to do is it's going to provide uh, a revenue function. So... Stakers of the token will essentially be able to earn a percentage of the fees generated by the protocol. The protocol works on a subscription model. So if you do want to use the Strongbox, you pay a very small monthly fee in BUSD. And then obviously, um, holders of the search token will be beneficiaries of that. As you can see in front of you, this is how the tokenomics operate. So definitely add this one to your calendars um, for the search launch on Mexi. I'm excited to see what happens. And yeah, I think they built an amazing product. There's a link in the description if you do want early access to use the product. Let's now talk about some of the ecosystems I think are lagging, but uh, can present decent DCA opportunities. I'm going to go through these fairly quickly because they're kind of all following a similar uh, narrative for me. The first one's Nia. If you want to just draw Nia's price action in, it actually looks quite nice on the daily. It's making higher lows and higher highs, but Nia is definitely one. Um, in terms of the kind of lower time frame levels to break, the $2.70 region would be absolutely massive for Nia, and then I don't think there's much in the way of $5 after that. But Nia's one that's kind of been out of the spotlight for a bit. Yes, it's pumped a lot from its lows, but it's only 131% compared to AVAX at, I think, 350 and it was bleeding pretty aggressively. A lot of VC and insider selling because there was a lot of unlocks, etc. So Nia's one that I'm watching and I'm definitely interested in. And yeah, I mean, I don't even know if we should really look into the all-time high because it can be a bit of a meme, but um, needless to say, it is quite far away. Sui is another one I'm looking at, exhibiting pretty similar price action to Nia, the major difference being it's pumped less off the bottom, only 72%, and its next major resistance is at a dollar. This is one I'm watching, I actually think as long as it holds this trend, it represents a decent DCA zone, and it can definitely target the upper level here. It, it wasn't a bull market token, because it launched in 2023, so... 
I think once Sui hits price discovery, it can rally quite aggressively. I think what's been suppressing price is some of the selling due to the vesting schedule. But over time, as the tokens start to hit the market, it will have less of an effect on price. Obviously, in that early stage, a lot of uh, selling does occur for a token like Sui. But yeah, this ecosystem's one I think is being slept on. Um, I think they've built great tech. I think the ecosystem's developing nicely. And it's one that I'm looking forward to seeing develop. I, I think it kind of launched on a bad note because of the airdrop thing. And, and I think even Sui community members themselves would be the first ones to say that maybe the airdrop wasn't executed so well. But what I will say is that since then, I've been very impressed with some of the initiatives. And I've kind of decided to give this one uh, a second chance and is one I'm actively looking to add to my portfolio. And then the other one I'm looking to add at the moment that's at a very major horizontal key level at the 270 region is actually DYDX. So you can see here, it's the price action is looking terrible. It's set in a lower high and now another lower high. And that's due to the fact that this massive unlock that we talked about for a while finally occurred and we're in the midst of a very aggressive unlock cycle for DYDX. The first major unlock is the biggest, but there's still a lot of dilution yet to come. And this dilution is going to start affecting the market. So this may be a bit of a falling knife scenario. I'm taking a little bit of a spot DCA ad here at the 270 region as a risk, but knowing full well um, that it could bleed further into this range between a dollar and $2.80. But this is a range that I would be very happy to scoop up DYDX in, considering I think the valuation's reasonable. Um, for the ambition of the project, obviously launching their own trading platform on their own Cosmos app chain, moving away from Ethereum 2.8 bill Val, but has the potential to be one of the biggest, strongest DEXs in crypto. And um, I think the team's absolutely amazing. And I think it's a fantastic product. I just think the whole unlock thing is a bit of an issue uh, from a price action perspective. But that's a great thing if you've got a long-term time horizon. So I'm going to be, I guess, fighting a, a battle I mean, some would say maybe catching a falling knife, um, but I think at some point price does settle and this gives you an opportunity at least to capitalize whilst there is some FUD. And in this case, the FUD comes from the very aggressive supply overhang. Bitcoin, not much to update you on here. I mean, basically price is just moving kind of sideways for now. You do have this major ascending channel. I think at some point it does make sense for Bitcoin to test this channel. Uh, so whether that happens sooner or later is another question. I think it probably though happens within the ne next couple of weeks. You have your mid-range at 42k within this channel. If it happens now, the mid-range is 41k. So those are kind of your shorter term targets. And then the lower range is between 40k and 41k. And then your next major horizontal support level on the daily is 38k. That's your lower target. Even if we moved all the way back down to this zone, technically on the weekly, it would still be a higher low. So it wouldn't be complete panic stations for Bitcoin. In fact, we'd probably get some juicy opportunities on altcoins. But I mean, alts will probably be bought up pretty quick like they were in this dip um, last week. You would probably even forgotten there was a dip in the first place, given how well price ended up responding to that. Before I head off, I want to give you a major announcement from one of our primary show partners, which is CoinWeb, um, which is that they officially launched their $10 million grant program for Web3 adoption, which I think will be great to onboard new builders into the ecosystem. And they also announced their CoinWeb SDKs for dApp development. CoinWeb is a very, very cool product because it essentially connects multiple chains and allows you to do things like create blockchain agnostic tokens, which can operate across multiple chains at once. So this allows 
allows DAP developers to deploy a DAP across multiple chains at once. And I think it's interoperability solutions like this, CoinWeb being an L2 solution, um, that are super important and fundamental for the future of crypto adoption, considering it makes the ease of use and barriers to entries much lower when you have this kind of accessibility across multiple chains. And another really cool thing you can do on CoinWeb is build your own blockchain agnostic tokens in the CoinWeb wallet. So if you haven't already, download the CoinWeb wallet. You can do so on the Google Play Store. You can do so online. And what this wallet allows you to do is actually make your own token, which is blockchain agnostic uh, in the app. But I have heard uh, a rumor that if you hold CoinWeb tokens, so CWeb tokens in your wallet, you may be whitelisted for a potential airdrop in the future. No promises, but it's definitely something to look out for. Um, early users of the wallet maybe could be in line for an airdrop if you are holding C-Web tokens in the wallet. So that is also something you can do if that interests you. Hope you enjoyed the video today. Let me know in the comments below what ecosystem you were looking at. Um, I think we, we covered a fair bit of alpha here. I gave you the price discovery strategy, some ecosystems I'm focusing my attention on, and then also some laggards that I'm looking at from a more long-term DCA perspective. Hope you have an amazing week. Also, it's we're heading into holiday season, so um, an early Merry Christmas to everyone. But I'll probably be continuing to stream throughout this period in case you miss me too much. All right, I'll see you later. Have a lovely day. Peace out.